Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever Kick back with two of your favorite divas Let's talk, let's talk, come on Start it, give it something you can feel, yeah No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah and Don't you know it's high time for high tea? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Black Tea. I'm Lucy Stuhl. And I'm Bambi Banks Kool-Aid. Lucy, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Like I was just telling you before I got on here, um, I got a little bit of the giggle high earlier. I got this beautiful strain of weed that is making me feel energized and has some like serotonin and creativity flowing to me. So um, I'm just trying to ride that high right now. How about you, mama? Child, that is amazing because uh, I am the exact opposite. I've been laying in bed all day. I've been watching TikTok for the past three hours. I'm a TikTok doll now. Oh, and no. Like, How did like, you become a TikTok doll? Child, I don't know. I just started watching the ad. I don't know. I was like, let me see what the kids is doing. I, mean, I, I always hear the good mixes. I was like, let me go on the app and see what a good mix is at, child. Have you ever heard that song? I ain't gay, but I let a bitch eat me out. I'm so confused. No, what? I love that. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that like a TikTok song or is like the artist on yeah, what? That's I'm how g- the song start, but that's like the rest of the song has nothing to do with that. I'm so confused. <laughs> These kids. I love it. They knew. <laughs> you know, also, and you know, good for this new generation because they just wilding out on the internet. All of me and my friends somehow have fell into lesbian TikTok as well. Oh, yes. Like, black lesbian TikTok. It's Yes! Hell yes! It's really some of the best content. So if you don't follow any black lesbians on TikTok, I suggest that you do. Um, See, they don't know. See, a lot of them don't know about that. A lot of them don't know about that. But the black lesbians ride hard, and they roll with each other, and they're fucking amazing. And they're hilarious. And, and hilarious. Oh my God. And also all them studs. I'll be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's Please. up? You can talk me for real. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> I am not even joking. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. So uh check that out. But what what else is going on, Miss Bambi Banks? Um, nothing much. I'm just uh in Houston right now. Uh, oh, see, wait a second. I forgot about that. How's the family doing? They're doing great. I met my uh, niece for the first time. Her name is Seven. She is an angel. An angel oh, baby. my God. Seven. Um, yeah, we're doing like literally just immediate family uh, Thanksgiving because, you know, we're trying to stay as safe as possible. But I haven't like been home since 
summer of 2019 or something like that. Damn. So, yeah, they found it important for me to come home for Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> <laughs> they said your ass is coming home. There's not there's not a question to it. Yeah. So um, it's just like me and my uh, two brothers, uh, seven, my mom and my dad. So it's going to be real cute. And they just got a new house. Wow. <laughs> so much is happening. <laughs> Damn. That's like, okay, well, that's a good little return back to Houston. Right? Oh, that's they sweet. I'm table now. I was shook. Well, I'm glad y'all are um, at least doing it respectfully and making sure to try and keep everybody safe and contained and not be having the whole fucking family over and everybody's cousin, everybody's new cousin, girlfriend and shit stopping Look, by. Grandma, my grandma is so upset she can't have Thanksgiving at her house. <laughs> tried to guilt and bully all of us <laughs> into coming to her house. And we're like, we are literally trying to save your life, grandma. Like literally, I- like you and Prentice are of age. Like Prentice, her husband. Uh-huh. She also just got married, like what two years ago or something wait like a that. second get it grandma hell yes wild. she she literally like just showed up to th- actually the last thanksgiving we had at, at her house this man was just sitting on the uh couch in the living room and i'm you know i got a big family so i'm like that's somebody uncle that's a neighbor i don't know uh-huh. and everybody was like who is this man granny and she was like that's my boyfriend and we <laughs> within months he was married so we was like you and prentice can have y'all on thanksgiving this year and his name is prentice i love that yes they all have very country names (laughs) wait i i fucking live for that you know what i so that's so like i'm so happy to see that because my grandmother recently just started dating this man too like a few years ago and i was so shocked by it because the whole time i was growing up she all she did is talk about how much she hated my grandfather and she, like, if men looked at her, she would, like, literally spit at them. So <laughs> I was so, like, shocked to see her with it. But I was also, like, so happy to see her having somebody there with her. And shit, having a fucking man. Because, like, honestly, honey, as long as I fucking can, I'm still going to be trying to hump on somebody. So I'm all here for it. I'm ce- I'm celebrating that shit. Child, I am always so shocked to find that old people find love quicker than all <laughs> of us. Yes. Well, I mean, hell yeah, especially at that point. You're like, look, are you not completely an asshole? Okay, cool. Like, we can fucking kick it then. I was really shocked too, because my grandmother is dating a white man. She's dating that a was white the gag man. Of, uh, the gag of all gags, girl. The gag of okay, period. all gags. Said, period. Said, let's switch it up. From... Bessie, Bessie May Huey from Nagadish, Louisiana is dating a white man. This woman who used to tell me all the time. If they can't use your comb, don't bring them home. Is dating a white man. Bitch, I was shocked. But also, what a fucking testament to how much, you know, we can all fucking grow and learn and, and change. I love like, that little phrase. If they can't use your comb, use your comb don't bring them home. They never told you that? Oh, girl, I used no, to hear that child, shit. Not making I, segregation sound fun. What? Yeah. <laughs> I used to hear that shit all the time. My my family's from Louisiana, you know, like they were fucking like in it and like literally uh, fled to like Kansas City when they were like in their early 20s. Um, so, yeah, she brought a lot of that 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 shit with her. And it was funny because they like never really like taught me like racism. <laughs> like, But yeah, like shit like that was like casually said like all the time. But it was more of a like cautionary like 
watch out for white people way then uh, you know uh, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, we yeah. just can't trust white people at all sort of thing so um yeah miss bessie may so that's that girl i'm high this is great i love this conversation yes, already but we should go ahead <laughs> We should go ahead and start bringing in um, our amazing guests that we have on the show today. I'm so excited for this show to talk about the um, art of burlesque and being black in the art of burlesque. And we have two of the most badass black performers Um, coming up first, coming up motherfucking first, one of Chicago's fucking favorites voted the number one burlesque figure in the world. The self-proclaimed honey badger of burlesque and my homie. Give it up for G's Louise, y'all. Yeah. Hey. Hey. G's Louise is up in the house. What's up, babe? What up, y'all? It is so good to have you on the show today. Yes, I am so excited to be here, y'all. I miss y'all. Oh, I miss you so much. I I am like so jealous of new orleans for being able to like have you all the time now but like how's everything going there it looks fucking beautiful listen bitch it's 70 degrees okay right. <laughs> you know? oh my like, god you did not need to say that you know like oh the mosquitoes are just still bothering me it's terrible <laughs> oh my god oh my god i cannot even it's believe weird it because like half the time you know i just moved down here last summer so uh-huh. basically my whole experience has been in quarantine so it's weird Damn. like i Damn. live in new orleans but like I could be anywhere at this point because you live in your house. Basically, I'm living in my house. You know, I'm like, everyone is living in their house in a city across like the world. Exactly. I could be anywhere at this point. (laughs) But that's like so cool. Like what really provoked that move? Yeah, listen, to be honest, my apartment building was sold to a shitty management company who gave everybody like less than 30 days to move, which I'm sorry, where are you doing that in Chicago? Yeah, what the fuck? With 30 days, ain't nobody have no moving money. Like, it was (laughs) May, June, like a bitch was out of town traveling. Like, I had just had knee surgery. I was like, girl. Oh, shit, that's right. happening. And like. They was trying to get everybody out so fast. And I just, I had tried, been trying to leave Chicago for a minute and I was trying to decide between LA or New Orleans. And mm. I had New Orleans money. I didn't have LA money. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good way to put it. <laughs> where I went. I went where the money took me and <laughs> the money took me to New Orleans. Yeah, my best friend moved down to New Orleans. So I was like, at least I'm going to know one person down there. I have been performing down there for about 10 years. And also, um, I saw a psychic. And the psychic was like, bitch, LA is not the move for you. Oh, yes. Go to New Orleans. And she actually told me to start looking for an apartment down there when I went on vacation. I was like, okay, bitch, sure. Sure enough, enough, I get back to Chicago. They said, you got to go. I should have listened. You're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca was like, I'm telling you. She was telling me, you know. Damn, yeah, so what it's a- been great. It's been crazy. I love that. I feel like you've always won that just kind of like listen to what like is going on and you like mm-hmm. you move with it. You're like, I'm not trying to stay nowhere where I'm not yeah. wanted. Like, not, no, no, Jesus always been like, I will go. Yes. I don't care. In Chicago, you know, I lived there for 14 years, but it was like 
you know when you're in the relationship and like everything they do start to be annoying. Oh baby. Oh baby. Weird. You like everything you do is getting on my nerves. That was me in Chicago. I was like, yeah. you just oh, you getting on my nerves right now. I needed a break. I was yeah. like, I don't want to leave Chicago like mad at you, girl. But like, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, but like, I need to get out of here. I need and a like, break from you, bitch. We've been together too long. You got so much family here, though. You know, Chicago is always it. home. Chicago is home forever. And now, you know, I miss it. It's crazy. I was like, I need to miss you. I don't want to roll out here like, fuck you. I need to roll out and then still want to come back. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, did you start? Did you start burlesque here in Chicago? Yeah, I started burlesque while I was still in college for musical theater. Oh, yes! <laughs> the musical theater. We went because I went to school for musical yeah, theater, too. Good old Colum.edu. That's where I started stripping. Let's be real about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I started burlesque in 2009 at... You know, Hamburger Mary's, okay? Oh, <laughs> that my God. where I started. I yes. Started Hamburger Mary's mm-hmm. yeah. used to have a lot of the shows back in the day. I remember yes, that. upstairs in that attic. Like, it was cute up there. So, see, this really is a – here's a story I'm about to break here on here because a lot of people don't know this about me, but I started drag in Hamburger Mary's upstairs. Yes. We did a charity <laughs> drag show. We did a charity drag show because they used to always do the gigs up there, and that's where Miss mm-hmm. Estuary Palomino was born. That's where everybody's fundraisers Ooh. was at. That's yep. where every – fundraiser was held every gay fundraiser was a hammer it's seriously they all were upstairs in that little hot ass attic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. god damn whole, it. yeah the whole the dressing room was a whole window no kind of curtain no <laughs> right to the street and you get stuffed in that costume <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so you've been doing burlesque for what is it like 11 years now 11 years which is crazy Holy shit! Especially because I hadn't like planned on doing. I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. That's fun." Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You just like kind of stumbled into burlesque and were literally. Yeah, that's literally what happened. My friend was in a burlesque group, and me and like Pochop and Tito Bonino. This is before Tito and Pochop started uh, doing burlesque. We all used to go to the shows and support, and I was like bro, like, let me just choreograph this shit. Like, please let me help you. And (laughs) then somebody dropped out and they needed somebody at the last minute. And I had already been working at the strip club. So they were like, Jeezy is fine stripping in front of people. Let's get her to jump. (laughs) So I had like two weeks. Girl, I had my um, homecoming dress on with a wig (gasps) that almost fell off. Like, I had no time to prepare. I was like, yeah, whatever. Back then, I was like, oh, I'll strip out of these street clothes. I don't care. Like, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm talented. Like, <laughs> And like, and that is, if y'all who haven't seen a Jeez Louise performance before, Jeez Louise is one of those motherfuckers that could come up there in street clothes and you would be like, this is the best fucking show I've ever seen. <laughs> It is like it will fucking happen. I mean, among like all of the amazing things that like you've done too, let's talk about Jeezy's juke joint, like the Black Burley Review. That is so fucking brilliant. Like, I mean, just like it was like something I looked forward to like every fucking Mm -hmm. year. Like, how did that begin? 
Uh, that actually started out, so I used to like every Black History Month give myself a little Black History Month project because I used to love that. Like I went to, I grew up in some pretty black ass schools, so our Black History was year round. But you know, like every February, you get to pick who you researching for your little project, yeah. you know, and that's how I found out about other people that wasn't Martha, Martin Luther King Jr. Like, you know, like we needed to learn about other historical black people yeah so i always used to love doing that and when i started doing burlesque i was like oh i'm gonna look up some um black burlesque performers mm. uh and shockingly the information was far and few between mm-hmm. like that shit burlesque was whitewashed you had josephine baker and then they acted like that was the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> So she was just the last black person that ever did burlesque. Like, just really existed in that, that bubble. That's it. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of black burlesque performers, we all go through that like realization, that light bulb of knowledge where you're like, oh, there's a lot of stuff that like is just not being taught in burlesque schools or that people just don't know because when you Google it, the information wasn't popping up. Yeah. So I started a blog, Jeezy's Juke Joint, where I was like, I'm finna like interview and highlight black burlesque performers of today so I can make sure this shit ain't happening tomorrow. Like yeah. y'all finna know, y'all finna know we was here. You gonna know what we were doing. Hell yes. Yeah. So I started my first interview. I interviewed Ray Gun in the hydrate dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my and god. Hydrate. Girl, that's what, I used to stay up in hydrate. I was a mess. So. Oh, it was a spot back in the day. That was it the was spot. It was spot because they had like little bottle service and shit. But as mm-hmm. soon as that curtain call was happening, it's like they done moved all the tables and chairs and gays just started dry humping on the dance floor. Yep. It was, like, it was like, it's time for you to go, girl. Either get in the pile or get out. Like, Damn. So, Damn, that is too real. Yeah, so that's how Jeezy's Juke Joint started. I started as a blog and then was like, you know what? I want to make this into a show. And the troupe I was in at the time, um, yeah, just helped me make that a reality. That's where Shea Coulee was born. Yeah. Ever Jeezy's Juke Joint. That is like also just amazing. Like, this is how iconic Jeezy's Juke Joint is, y'all. Like, literally. Shea Coulee's first ever drag debut yep <laughs> like so epic it was sold out like ain't nobody what a lot, a lot of people didn't know what to do they had never seen a drag queen before <laughs> which the boy wonder they had definitely never seen a drag king before yeah they were just not ready like the men was like bro what the fuck like <laughs> dudes <they> <laughs> People's wives were hollering. Seventy plus year old black ladies was writing Yelp reviews. Like, it was crazy. Oh, that is they so. Like, they really did. They really did their thing. Y'all really did that. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, you had your little costume. Okay, you had your little fringe. Okay, yeah. and, you, and you ain't nothing but a little tiny thing, and you yeah. was just moving. I said, "Wow, okay." <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like everybody's mom and grandma was shook damn like that is that's just so fucking iconic like i i love that that is just like a part of this history here too and it's so mm-hmm. it's so right about what you said like so much of our history gets erased 
or, you know, just not recorded and mm-hmm. forgotten about. And I'm like, there's people that have been doing this for so fucking long. So it's so great to for see people so like long. you making sure that more people see it and that people fucking remember that, like, you know, we were here and we were mm-hmm. fucking doing that. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Jeezy's Juke joints I've been to, you've introduced me to artists that I've just been like, I've literally had my mind fucking blown. I think there was, like, yeah. one burlesque performance where this one girl was, like, using cake. I just, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> and that's what I like about it is because everybody thinks that like black art has to be this one way. But it's yeah. like we got alternative people, we got all we got classic burlesque, classic drag, comedic, dramatic, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like you might see somebody stepping, like, bitch, you're gonna see everything there. So fucking black, so mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Like always been one of my best. Like y'all, when when this shit starts back up again, you have to make sure you Lord. get to a Jeezy's Juke joint. Yeah, <laughs> Lord, one in Chicago again this year, but you know I got canceled. So the next one is definitely gonna be we're gonna you know do our big Chicago blowout for sure. Holy shit, I cannot wait for that. So I want to talk more about. This fucking well-deserved crown, the number one burlesque figure in the world, geez Louise. Like, 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 holy shit. (laughs) That is amazing. I couldn't believe it because I've been, so it's this, um, like a poll um, where everybody votes called Top 50 Burlesque put on by 21st Century Burlesque. And they've been doing it, I think, for like 11, 12. No, if I've been doing it for a 11 years yeah this been had to been at least 12 years so everybody votes you pick the top 50 burlesque people of that year who you thought really like did some shit that year yeah. and this is my first year being voted number one bitch i started at 39 i was number 39 in 2010 2011 uh-huh. hop up to number one bitch but why it's got to be in 2020 so what i'm saying is damn that's so real open the poll to vote for next year so yeah. what i'm is I'm gonna need a redo. Oh hell! Yeah. <laughs> I need a redo. Let's just go ahead and vote me in again. I agree. Y'all gonna have to give y'all gonna have to give my girl her fucking roses because she deserves. Yep. <laughs> she deserves so much fucking better than what this year has fucking done to us. And it was crazy because that list comes out in January, so I was like, "Damn, 2020 finna be popping." Yeah. <laughs> the world bitch i'm gonna be on everybody <laughs> <I'm here> like... <laughs> and then 2020 was like no nah, we sitting down <laughs> i see what you're doing but <laughs> 2020, 2020 really had everybody feeling big they really, they did. really did damn y'all i can't even i like January can't even first was a so now it feels weird because i was like you know i was finna go to europe i've only been here one time you know which is also a testament to being able to get up to number one that like yeah in the world haven't even like seen me live because i've not been yeah of those countries you know so Mm -hmm. that's pretty dope how much it's reaching people but i want to get there to be there in person so it was also felt like a weird pressure this year of like well shit i'm number one now everybody googling now you gotta make all these videos be on social media you know and yeah. i don't give I don't, bitch yeah i'll give you some two three little clips but <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, I'm not about to be out here like pumping out all this digital content for y'all. Because listen, as much as we always talk about, well, I'm tired, I need a break. I was like, oh, we finna be at home? Yeah. I'm finna relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm finna be making a man costume. I'm gonna make some four or five videos and I'm gonna be chilling. <laughs> yep. Like, honestly, same. It got to a point, too, where I was just like, I can't even like bring myself to start another one of these things unless it's something that's like really motivating me to do it. So, I'm just gonna hang out. Yeah. Because something that started out as like a fun way to cope with the pandemic. Then it became all this pressure of having to like yep. create these quality music, which is fine. I want to do that, but I don't like. It's weird to now it's the pressure of that's your job, so it has to be like X Y Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, a lot of exactly. fucking work. We do like literally like four people's job for one video. Like, yep, <laughs> yep. It is a whole like, hell of a lot. People have an editor. And yeah. someone to hold the, the lighting, fucking camera. The lighting. And the guy. Yep. I gotta do all this shit myself and get in drag and perform. No, but then after lot. that, you want us to edit it? Please. Yep. <laughs> I'm not understanding. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but this is not my job, though. I'm not a cinematographer. Like, I'm not. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I love doing mm-mm. it, but it's like, it's I was definitely like, going I on do my it resume. Fun. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. As... It's been weird because I'm like, y'all, is this this the last thing we need is more pressure on ourselves? Damn. You know? So like, fucking true. So mm-hmm. fucking true. It's the, the last thing I need. So I said, well, let me just go ahead and take the pressure off and just not do shit. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Like y'all can find me trying to relax and keep my mental stability together enough to make it to next to year. Well, yeah. People wanting a brand, a brand new video every single, I'm sorry. When I perform an act, you know what I do? I perform it for 10 years, bitch. Like I'm not, you get in the same video. Yeah. <laughs> this video that I made because yes. I'm gonna this y'all just gonna be watching this video for at least two months as much as work I put in this see and that's another thing I love about like great burlesque artists is the way that they will like work on like this number and make it so quality and amazing that like you want to see that number fucking again like I want to I want to see them numbers again I'm like hell yeah. yes bring her out bring her the fuck yeah. out see them upgrades Yep. You know? See how it's evolved. See how you're gonna translate it from the Berlin stage to the burlesque hall of fame stage. You know? Uh-huh. Hell fucking yes. You know, that's so fucking amazing. Uh so wow. So I want to keep this conversation going, but we also have another amazing guest joining us today. Yes, um, we all know Miss Shimmy LaRue. I am so glad to have Shimmy, another amazing burlesque Chicago performer, a teacher, a model, an educator. Uh, Shimmy was also honored as the 2019 Mover, Shaker, and Innovator at the Burlesque Hall of Fame. So let's go ahead and bring in Shimmy LaRue. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? We are doing good. How are you, Shimmy? I am good. I'm good. I'm sitting here in Chicago looking outside, seeing how it's raining grainy, gray and rainy. Lord, this weed already hitting. Damn, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, good time, boo. Good time. Good time. Bambi, I Hell didn't, yes. Bambi, I didn't know you were from Houston also. 
Yeah. Yes. Oh God, that's so great. I, it's nice. It's great. nice meeting the other Houstonians. Oh my God! So Shimmy, you from Houston too? Born and raised. Oh my God! Hey. We love to see oh it. Oh my God! Hey. Wait, what part? Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest. My my folks lived on uh, between Fondren and Gessner. Oh my yes. God! Okay, I yeah. lived. Okay, so I grew up north, but now my parents live like in a south suburb somewhere. I have no idea. We are in the middle of nowhere. It's really very confusing. Yeah. But all the houses are very nice. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. And and there's and there's always tons of land out there where you're like, okay, every everybody yes. has a yard and a pool and a little garden, and I'm like, okay, y'all, there's no need for y'all to floss like this. It's not cute. <laughs> and it really just be like my my like apartment is the same as like my parents' mortgage, and they have like seven more rooms than me. It's amazing. oh my god! Yes, yes. I'm like, how, what? Y'all got two bathrooms? Yeah. Three? Houston and okay. the real estate the girl they they show be laughing at me when I'm like, oh, this is my apartment. They're like, that's what you pay for an apartment, honey? What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. damn, okay, you got me there. You got me there. It's well, true. Shimmy, it's um so good to have you here too. I feel like it's been so long since we like last talked. Um we last kind of like the last time we kind of like talked and we're working together, we were uh doing some pretty big shit uh back in June. Oh yes. Yeah. So Shimmy, like before we get into like the burlesque stuff, what's been going on since like all of that happened? So that has that has been interesting. It, oh my god, it's been so interesting. That um <laughs> so I I am still a full-time uh diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant. Um I, I work for the professional adult, that's the name of my consultancy. Um mm. I have done a lot of amazing work with nonprofits. Um I've done a lot of corporate work with some names that y'all know um yeah so i've done a lot of that and just kind of kept pushing through um i'm now at the point where i'm now checking back on clients that i had in may and june and i'm like so it's been six months what have y'all been yeah. doing let me see mm-hmm. let, let me see your homework let me see your homework yeah um yeah. and you know some folks are doing okay and a lot of folks i'm like mm, y'all are not stepping up y'all y'all are not y'all mm. June is very different than November, y'all. I need y'all to get it together. Oh, we need a November check-in, bitch. I, you ain't never lied. Because everybody, a lot of people fell off July 1st. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All, all of those little black squares, all of those little BLM mm-hmm. little signs and posts that people try to put up like it was, like it was Passover. No, we're not trying to do that, okay? <laughs> we're not trying to do that. Oh my oh, god! Like, like it was Passover. Hell true. yes! They were, they were like, they're like, no, just don't. No, I, I put, I put up the BLM sign. It's fine. It's fine. I'm one. I'm yep. one of the good ones. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, honey. No, honey. We yeah. see you. You're not yeah. done. We're just getting started. Exactly. In this thing. So yeah. So so it is now time for the checkup. So I'm saying, folks, it's been five six months. Check in on mm-hmm. those people who had all them little signs up. Check in on all those folks and be like, so. You've you've read the books, or you've at least skimmed the books. Mm. What are, what are you doing? What you doing now? What are you, what you doing? What you doing? What, what, what you doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is it is time for that. And you know, I feel like um, 
feel like we've given everybody a real good chance to take that time and actually reflect and like work on it. And while I'm not going to be stepping up into everybody's house trying to check up on it because it ain't that ain't my business and I ain't getting paid and I ain't getting paid to do it. Exactly. If they if if I do see him back out there again, don't think I won't ask though. (laughs) I'm like I. You know, we like we, we say all the time it is it is a marathon, not a sprint. And some of y'all literally stopped after mile one. So Yeah. Uh-huh. That is so fucking true. So also, Shimmy, something that I was wondering, like you work in diversity and inclusion and you are a burlesque performer that is very popular and out there. Um, how has that kind of like worked in to like your burlesque performances and like traveling and just like being a part of the burlesque scene? So it's it's been it's been good. Um, I was gonna say great, and I was like, ah, no, it's been good. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been good because I, you know, I, I I become the go to person for a lot of people, and I find mm-hmm. like within members of my own community, it's great to get you know folks who are like, I need you to validate that that this is gaslighting, or I need you to validate that I'm not crazy for experiencing this. I'm like, no, that's just racism. No, that's that's racist. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm also getting a lot of white folks who are trying to get me to kind of give them the the Negro stamp of approval. Oh and, yes. And, and so there's a lot of hard conversations around that where it's like, yeah, I know that we're both performers. I know we're in the same community, but you still gotta you still gotta pick your game up. Like that's not that's not okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I'm, I kind of hate getting a lot of that still too. Yeah, I kind of hate that. I I feel like, well, any black person that's like in this situation is always looked for to kind of be that. Can I ask you a question? Like, how does this sound? You know, and like, um, mm-hmm. we were talking, we were talking about that a few episodes back, and how like sometimes you know, like I'm not even trying to be that person, but I end up having to be that person, like almost every time I'm in this situation, and how that can just be like such a fucking drain. And it's like you're already coming here trying to do like your art and have that out here and then to be kind of confronted with that a lot of the time can just be like so fucking draining yeah but um let's actually you know what i'm like fuck this let's actually talk about the burlesque when did you start burlesque oh i started burlesque six years ago holy shit six years ago it's been six years Holy shit! Oh yeah, it's six years. Yeah, because I've been in Chicago eight years. Yeah, it's this. It's been six years, and actually, I have G's to thank for, <gasps> for the trajectory of my burlesque career. Oh, I love oh, that. Now, how did that happen? I want to hear so, about that story. So, so I, I remember this day. So I, I remember this day. Doing, I've been doing little things, little things, just kind of around Chicago. Nothing was really hitting. And I uh-huh. I was going to kitten for Juke Joint. I think it was, what, 2015, 2016? Somewhere like it that? It was like, yeah, 2015 or 16, Something like that. I think. Yeah. And so I was kittening. And I was like, this is going to be so exciting. Oh, my God. I'm going to meet all of these performers that I am just in awe of. Like, I'm freaking the fuck out. But, you know, because I'm like, let me calm my nerves. Let me go ahead and take a nap so I can get ready before the show tonight. And so I'm literally in bed taking a nap. And I get a call from G's. And she's like, So hey, uh, do you have do you have your costume? Can you can you perform tonight? And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I was like, what? 
And she was like, yeah, can you perform it? And I was like, okay, which act do you want? I At that time, I had like two acts. And sure you had like- <laughs> I did. I had two acts. I had two acts. <laughs> And one and one one was good and one was well we're getting there baby. <laughs> and so she's asked me to to bring I think it was like and it's I, it's an act I don't even do anymore and she was like I, I should I should bring that back and she was like okay here do this do do begging and bring it on and literally I opened the show that night. <gasps> Oh my I, God! I, yeah, I did. I opened the show that night, y'all. I thought I was going to throw up. I thought. Oh I was going my to throw God! Up. But after that performance, it was that performance at Juke Joint that got me more attention, and it was literally yeah. that show that got me my first out of town gig. That is so hey. awesome! So, yeah, you so, see that? So it was due to Juke Joint that literally took me to the next level of my burlesque career. Oh my God. I'll never Juke forget that night. I was like, watch my favorite thing about Juke Joint is watching the audience watch the performers. Cause I just be sitting there like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Y'all ain't finna be ready. Y'all know it's fun. Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. You finna do the head thing, y'all. And they, like, especially like y'all know when you making a show line up, like the opening act is mm-hmm. so important because you can't be coming with nothing serious right no nope. you can't be throwing out the first weird shit they done ever seen yeah yeah <laughs> you can't just be like here's a man flapping his dick around either like you gotta like you gotta everybody into it yep yep into it but it's also got to be some high energy yep. that's finna like get the attention and i was like this is exactly what i know shimmy can do yeah you know this producer 101 yeah. okay see yeah. like jesus yeah. louise does it backwards to fucking fords like the producer mm-hmm. mc like fucking got that shit because that is so fucking true and shimmy like what a huge fucking compliment the first time jesus like oh yeah i know what's going on she got this mm-hmm. Like she got this. This is exactly what we need. To like this, the energy. You know, it sets the tone for the rest of the night. You know. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It but, really does. So I. So if if I have not said it before, geez, thank you, thank you so oh, much yeah. that you. Oh, you're gonna make me <laughs> that I I I am honored that that I can literally pinpoint that Friday night as a turning yeah. point for my burlesque career. Oh, so thank I you. love it. That's so and fucking brilliant. Imagine a juke joint without Shimmy, to be honest. Because, like, now I'd be like, I need you to make this poster. I need you to do it. I need a spreadsheet, girl. Like, I don't know. I need it. Oh, and, and I and I am happy to be the person in the back be like, okay, hold on. You need the sheet. Okay, well, I have this yeah. document. All right, I, I'm like, I don't know. Ask Shimmy. Ask Shimmy. I don't know. <laughs> like, is there is there anything Shimmy Larue can't do? Like, I, honestly, I Shimmy does everything. Keep keep her mouth shut. Apparently, is the only thing she can't do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ain't a problem in this house. That is not a problem in this house. <laughs> we keep these mouths open in this house, honey. <laughs> That's so. God, I love that fucking story. That's so beautiful. I'm so glad that that got shared on the episode today too. Like, what a just another testament to what like Jeezy's Juke Joint is out here doing in the fucking world. Like, that's so dope. So, Shimmy, I'm like looking at these other amazing things that like happen. Uh, There's we're also headliner at the 2019 Ohio Burlesque Festival, winner of best overall at the 2019 Dublin Burlesque Festival. Like, bitches international. (laughs) Yes. 
Yes. Okay, what was that experience like? I'm sure. Oh, oh, you know, they did not know. They did not know what was happening. They were like, "Uh, "What what is?" So literally, like the widest place you could go. Seriously, it was. It was so much fun, but it was so white and so great. So white and so great. So I, so I literally applied just on a fluke because I was like, "Well, you know." I'm just going to apply just to put it out there. The application I think was free or whatever. So I was like, let me just put it out there. Let me see what happens. And then I yeah. got the acceptance. It was like, Oh shit. Okay. Oh, cool. And like, <laughs> and, and for my, my previous day job, I had done a lot of traveling. So I actually had a lot of corporate points. So I can thank my former corporate job for pretty much yes. paying for my flight and hotel. Hell yes. Same. So, so I, cause I, because I had been in the corporate world since 2006. So I I, I knew how to game the system enough that I took my points with me. Hell <laughs> so, yes. So I didn't actually have to pay for it. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going. And I yeah. was like, I'm just, I'm just going to go to be able to say that I have performed internationally. So, oh. I took, exactly. so I took my Love Rears act. Again, it's high energy. It's classic. It has a fun reveal in it. You know, it's, it's all of the things that you kind of like in a burlesque act. And I yeah. went last. And, and like, and some of the acts are really good. Some of them, well, some of the acts are really good. And. <laughs> so, and, and I went last and I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to have some fun. I, I performed in Dublin. This is dope. So I get yeah. out there, I do the act, I'm having a great time, I'm killing it. I do the act, and I'm like, well, that was exciting. Woo, that was great. But I could tell in the audience that they were a little bit like, what just happened? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're going to be like, oh, no, this this black person from America is here just ruining everything. And so they, so they announced, like, they announced all the winners, and I'm like, yay for everybody, yay. And then they announced best overall and call my name, and I'm literally like, the fuck? Oh, shit. What? What? So, yeah. One, and and they were like, oh, no, you were unanimously the winner. You were were unanimous. Holy shit. Thank you. It's my little gift. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, it it was exciting. It was super exciting. The testament to how fucking amazing Shimmy is. Literally applied on a whim. <laughs> Flew oh, was like, whatever. But 2019 was actually that entire year for me. Like everything I did in 2019 that was successful literally happened on a whim. For example, yeah. I applied to the Burlesque Hall of Fame the last day that, that uh, applications were open. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it. I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not ready for Behoff, whatever. I'm not I'm sure, whatever, fine. And I just applied, just be like, well, let me just say that I've done it. Fine, I did it. And then when I got in, I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I called I called my friend Camille, who had who had done mover shakers in 2016. And uh-huh. I was like, um, I need to talk to somebody who knows what I'm feeling right this very second. And so she literally came over and we drank a bottle of a bottle of wine and she just listened to me cry for like an hour and a half. 
<laughs> but, then, but that, oh my god that was like my story of 2019 was everything was just kind of either on a whim or last minute and it worked out so i was like oh cool so what happens if i put a little effort into it so i was like oh 2020 yeah. is gonna be great because if i <laughs> 2019 was like this on a whim 2020 with a little bit of focus could be even better and the universe yeah. was like no girl like holy shit though i'm just like that's that's so amazing to go from like starting like burlesque like five years ago to being like mover shaker and innovator at the fucking burlesque hall of fame in 2019 like holy fucking shit like black women rule like that's so fucking cool burlesque and drag and like nightlife art is that there's no trajectory model for any type of career or pathway you know yeah. like in no true yeah. like you know oh you're supposed to do this and then you can do xyz and then you're working your way up to whatever but in nightlife and dragon bars we could do it could literally be whatever the fuck we want to be like exactly. yeah <laughs> every day you is know? different every day so is fucking different. true and like mm-hmm. I'm always reminded of that in by watching y'all's performances too, because there's like moments that I have where watching both of y'all where I'm like, I never even would have thought of including that body movement or even just doing that in a performance, and they just turn that into the coolest fucking looking thing ever. Like, holy shit! We borrow from each other. It's yes. fluid. A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I listen. Can I get like well, I still haven't figured out the lace front makeup situation. Oh. Unless I get on that, it's over for everybody. Baby, Miss <laughs> G's. Miss G's. Lace front situation, but it's a wrap. Miss G's, next time I see you, I will have you laid, we Mama. Will show you how to do. Because I'd be like, honey, I'm like, they don't even got hair barely. How do they? Understand? Like, what is happening? Like. <laughs> the one thing i'm jealous of of burlesque is that y'all actually get to rehearse that is oh yes Yes. that is very true bambi that is very fucking true all right now all right now bambi let's 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 keep it keep it a hundred some of us oh some of us didn't need to at me like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like honestly, it's I like the art form and the way y'all fucking do it. You got to you got to at least have have to have tried this shit first. You can't be walking up there just <laughs> you be right? doing an action for 5 years. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to as much as we done spent on this damn corset. I first I gotta pay myself back for it. Yep. Okay. That's yes. at least 10 gigs. Like often to be seeing this corset every day. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I no for for every single act that I have, I do a cost benefit on it where I'm like, how expensive was this? How much time yes. have I put into it and how many damn gigs am I gonna have to do to pay this back? Yeah, that is so fucking smart. And that's the way it should be. Y'all hear this out there. Y'all listen to this shit right now. Because some of y'all keep y'all from taking gigs that that don't don't even pay for the price of an Uber there and back to your show. Hello. Hello. Y'all stop doing that. Stop doing it. Hello. Please. It's not even the 
drag queen too. Yep. I'm looking at a lot of these drag queens too, especially. I'm just like, no, like you have got to stand up for yourself and stop doing that shit. Cause these $25 gigs. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What damn Bambi? You don't need the promo. Bambi. Work on yourself. <laughs> Look, you know what? The girls can spend their money however they want to, but but I will say, I will say, it'd probably be a little bit smarter to invest it in, you know, um, some some makeup, some brushes, uh, some stones. I don't know anything. Just just think about that before you before you book that shoot. Mm-hmm. Get you a good friend and a ring light. That's all. You <laughs> that is true. That is fucking true has changed like 2020 done really flip some shit over but also to up and open up like more possibilities too mm-hmm. like people yeah like, people, you know as folks wasn't getting booked a nan place on nope stage in then now get to thrive on video because maybe oh yeah better for them, you yeah know? yeah so, we've I'm seen that a lot no, same. <laughs> yeah. I'm like not my personal story, but I'm I'm happy that they I'm happy that they have a place for that and that outlet, you know. And it has been cool to kind of include some of that in the, the work that like I'm doing now. Like I never even thought of including any kind of video work or shit like that because I thought it was just too much to even uh-huh. fucking try to edit but mm-hmm. it's good to know I can do it but yeah I'm over that shit yeah no yeah, it's hard <laughs> I, I'm, I, am, I am definitely in the camp of I will see y'all when we can get back on stage yep <laughs> yep like well, I, I know y'all probably dealing with this problem too because now especially now we in month nine of this mm-hmm. people thinking they Everybody think they a producer now because they put together a poster with an online show. Oh, baby. Ain't nobody putting up a nan $1 and you just depending on everybody else logging in. Uh, hello. And your talent because you ain't offering nothing. Uh-huh. But then when these when we start opening back up, where are you going to be at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hello. Hello. You, yep. you still going to be booking me? Mm-hmm. You fi- Are you flying me Boop. to Europe? Oh yeah, Ooh. I mean yeah. South Africa because you know, mm-hmm. me on the internet a lot. Yep, so, uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep that same energy. We yeah. sure are. We sure the fuck yeah. are. And I, you know what? I can't even lie. I've been thinking the same thing. There's a few people that uh that never worked with me before this and have been reaching out for digital stuff. And I'm like, that's funny how you found my contact information Ooh, now. Huh. That's so funny. Fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is. You ignored the last email that I sent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. Was was your response in the draft for the past year? Oh, was was that? Yeah, in the draft. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. You, you meant to send it. Yeah. Oh my god. Y'all. That's hard, and then like in a lot of ways, it's like feels like a couple steps backwards because folks for real legit want you to make these brand new videos mm-hmm. for like tips, which is different if you ain't got a following. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or yeah. If, you're, yes. if your show is for tips, but you have nobody coming to it. 
then um, you're gonna need a guarantee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank if you. you. Actually, have a following where promoting your show online will guarantee at least a hundred dollars in tips per performer. That's yeah. different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, Very and, different. And, and and I'm about to say something pretty damn controversial, which I love when people Ooh. say that because you're like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It, I'm ready. It is not the responsibility of the talent in the show to to promote the show. Mm-hmm. It is the responsibility mm-hmm. of the producer mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. show to promote the show. True. Yeah. So yes. you as the producer cannot lean exclusively on your talent to do no, your I work agree. for you. I agree. I absolutely I agree. Not to be your advertising manager. And I and, absolutely agree. And if you if you are requiring the talent to do the promo, then the talent should get a cut of those profits. Hey. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey. Absolutely, absolutely yes, fucking agree. Somebody that has a high social media following, you know those producers be banking on you alone promoting Doing their, their work. event. Yep. Yeah. Honey, I'm sitting here right now. <laughs> I'm sitting here right now, like, ooh. Like I said, like I said, she she can't keep her mouth shut. She can't keep her mouth yeah. shut. <laughs> Damn. Well, that is y'all. Y'all fucking heard it, and that's the real fucking black tea today, baby. Yeah. Y'all said it was the black tea, and we fucking meant it, honey. Honey. That is very fucking real. And you know what? There's a few shows that have actually done that. And they are shows that and people that I would continue like working with for that very reason because Mm -hmm. they have actually put their fucking money where their mouth is, Mm -hmm. said, Hey, I want to do this show. I may not have the following, but you know what? I can guarantee you $50, $100, something. Mm for making this new video for me. Exactly. I'm like, absolutely, absolutely, I will do that for you. Otherwise, I have five that I made from this year. You can have one of them. You can pick one of those, whatever works best. Whatever works fucking best. So I have to just say, thank you again to both of y'all for being here on the show today. What an amazing fucking, I didn't even know it, almost been an hour now. Oh, wow. You I know. know. You do this for three hours, yeah. Seriously, I'm like hours, hours. We could have three different parts to this. Exactly. And oh shit, don't get it started. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a part two sometime soon. Yeah. Yes. Before. Yeah. Before we before we release y'all, I would like to get um some social media information and where we can kind of follow y'all and support y'all right now. Starting with uh, G's Louise. Oh, you can find me on, listen, I don't know how long we finna be on Instagram, y'all. They pushing us out of that shit. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. At, yeah. spell it right, okay? J-E-E-Z-L-O-U-E-E-Z. And it's spelled like that on all social media. Twitter, where we all acting out. That's where you should probably yeah. be. Yeah! <laughs> that's where we act up at y'all know where to find us that's where bambi be tweeting at 6 a.m in the morning like bambi be up at 7 a.m bambi be up in the morning for sure for sure and shimmy (laughs) twitter is her job right now that's why they need to pay you for it okay so shimmy where can we find you and support Uh, you at sure y'all gonna make me actually 
turn back on my Shimmy LaRue Twitter. Shit, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, but y'all can find me on all social media platforms and all payment platforms as Ooh. Shimmy LaRue. Hey, no. y'all hear that? <laughs> y'all hear that? Yes. The payment platforms. Y'all, y'all, y'all hear can that? Find me everywhere, Shimmy LaRue. And that's S H I M M Y L A R O U X. So y'all heard it fucking here. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It is an absolute fucking pleasure to have two iconic black badass women in burlesque on this show today. Um, Thank you for everything that you do. We love you. And we'll talk to y'all soon, okay? Yes, talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much. We're going to have that part two. Oh, yes, please. Ready for it. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Miss Bambi, honey, that was a fucking, my throat hurts from laughing. I know it's not COVID because I've been tested, so it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been smiling all day and I'm like, is it the weed or was that just that much fun? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait a minute. You got your piece. Can you smoke you and your mama house? Is that okay? Girl, yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm still grown. (laughs) Well, cheers. Yeah, let's take Let's take our little hit. Let's take our little hit. Mm, I hope we got a little ASMR bubble bong session right there. Ooh, I definitely this... heard it. So you did. Okay, cute. <laughs> yeah, cute. I cute. was into it. Cute. I uh, want to get a new piece today. Oh, where are you gonna go get one from? I don't know. I shattered my other one, so I have to get a new one. Shattered? Oh, fuck, boo. Yeah, and they're cheaper here, so I'm just going to find one here. All right. Well, if you see something cute, pick something up for me, too. When you coming I definitely home? will. Uh, literally, December. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> December. Bitch said, I'll be back next month. Peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, honestly, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Are you going to do any recording while you're down there? Um, I'm gonna try and do a little like ad for my um merch uh that you could buy at MaisonKoolay.com. Hello. Um yeah, I'm just doing a little t shirt thing for uh Black Friday because I'm poor and need money. I wanna see a Houston ass music video from Bambi. I did find this like huge sign that said Texas Pride and I was like, I would shoot a video there like at night. That's wild. Yeah, do it. I want to see a Houston ass, Meg the Stallion ass Bambi performance. Look, we ain't doing nothing on Thanksgiving. Let me get it. Let me get into the geese. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just like, you know how you do. Just jump into it real quick in the morning. Just bang like, it out. You know, my parents. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. So, um, who's who's cooking for Thanksgiving? You cooking? Or your mama cooking? Yes, my mom cooks. I don't cook, (laughs) y'all. The yes, I do the cooking. That was a lie. Um, Nope. (laughs) But I do bake. Okay, and y'all can check that out. (laughs) So wait a second. Now we only talked about this once before, but Bambi, what do you have coming out soon? Child, for the um the month of December, my pilot for Bambi Bakes is coming out on YouTube on Moving Standard. Everybody go check that out. I have a couple of fun guests, you know, like a certain podcast co-host I have. Oh, my God. I wonder who that could be. Uh, we teaching you how to make peach cobbler and talking about weed. Ooh. Okay. 
Bitch, sorry, yeah. I, <laughs> I clean that bong. <laughs> I clean that. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Bitch, I cleaned that bong out yesterday and she's hitting like brand new. She is it just, just, be, just ooh, like back I am. Throat. I'm over here wrecked. Wrecked, honey. Period. Like, God damn. I'm sitting up in here high, just happy as hell. Thank God. <laughs> I keep you literally though. I keep forgetting that tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and then I like open the fridge and I'm like, "What's this? Oh fuck! There's a 15 pound turkey in there." Bitch, are you gonna make a turkey? I am. So get this, my really good friend Emily. Um, her job gifted them like all of this food to for Thanksgiving, uh, which is like super sweet. Even though I'm sure they would have liked some money more. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she already had like you know a whole spread for Thanksgiving, and she was like, "Girl, I'm." I, I, do you want this Thanksgiving food? And I was like, yeah, bitch. Like, absolutely. <laughs> like, sweet potatoes, cranberries, like, everything. Like, it was so great. So I've just started, like, cooking a meal for me and my doggy. So I'm going to make a fucking 15-pound turkey tomorrow. Can dogs have, <clears throat> like, Thanksgiving food? Is that safe for dogs? <clears throat> no, he can't eat all of it, but I'm going to save him some turkey. Right? They can eat meat. He can have some turkey. Yeah, that's he just doesn't like stuff that's too seasoned. That's like the white side of him. Yeah, that's yeah. too much for him. That's, that's too much. Him, like, if y'all don't yeah. know, that's like black and white. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> that's his white side. So you know, oh my, my little sweet baby. So yeah, speaking of him, I need to go check up on him because his little ass has been too quiet for too long. I had such a fucking fun time talking with you today. Happy Thanksgiving, my love. Oh my God. Happy Thanksgiving, Lucy. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast every week. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's so great having you here. And also, before you go, everybody, please make sure that you are donating to our weed fund. That's right. Some people drink champagne. We like to smoke a little bit of weed on this show, and it helps us be so much more effervescent and outgoing and, you know, chatty. So if you would like to donate to us for that, Bambi, where can they donate? Girl, y'all could donate at the Black Tea Cash <laughs> app. That is T H E B L A Q U E T E A. The Black Tea. Hell app. yeah! So that's for our weed fund. And if you just want to like uh, pay us, like uh, you can also do the same thing fucking there because you know it just take time and money and effort. And we out here with no fucking jobs trying to make sure you're entertained. So throw some cash at us if you can. Um, if you can't, just make sure and share it and love yourself love others let's uh fucking chill and try to get out of 2020 yes child let's end it with a bang (laughs) (laughs) all right bye y'all Hey, y'all. The Black Tea is a volunteer podcast. If you would like to donate to our production staff and our fucking gorgeous hosts, our cash app is dollar sign the Black Tea. That's dollar sign T-H-E-B-L-A-Q-U-E-T-E-A. If you include your Instagram handle with your donation description, you will receive a shout out with our weekly donors. Thank you so much, Sippers. Stay Black. <laughs>